story begins. Now, an icebox cake consists of a few basic ingredients. You've got to have some kind of cookie. Um, I'm using lemon wafers, but you can use vanilla wafers, chocolate wafers, graham crackers, anything that's sort of like a cookie. The second thing you need to have is some kind of curd, which I'm using, a jelly, or maybe even a pudding. Next thing you need is whipped cream. From the pole, as far south as Poland, it's stretched in an unbroken mass for more than 6,000 miles. Locked in this icy mass was so much water that lakes, rivers, seas, and oceans dried. Know what this is? It's a man. Of the 15 carloads ship, transfer 12A units to Area 3 and 16... Talking to a machine. ...charges to Area 4. And this is a machine talking to a machine. Hello, George. This is Chris over purchasing. Hi, Chris. What can I do for you? Well, I was wondering, on that order we just received... Can we... You know what this is? A man talking to another man. Man to man, man to machine, machine to machine. In a short time, we've come a long way. And this, already hanging around in the heavens, this is change. You've seen the change shining in the night. Man-made satellites, so knowledge and understanding, so communication between people is only an electronic impulse away. So business contacts are instantaneous in any part of the world. has been captured and destroyed by corporations that steadily demand more tax cuts, more deregulation, and impunity from prosecution for massive acts of financial fraud, all the while looting trillions from the U.S. Treasury in the form of bailouts. The nation has lost the power and respect needed to induce allies in Europe, Latin America, Asia, and Africa to do its bidding. Different businesses, separate problems, but they're all the growing bottlenecks of change. And they pop up in front of you every single day. But I thought that's what you guys said. No, you shouldn't have told Miller that. But I thought we all agreed on it. I talked to you about the deal. No, no, you talked to me. You left me a note to get together with Bill. And I was out at the time. We never got together. Well, I can't go chasing all over the place for you. Archaeologists are certain of these and mark each scattered flake with its own flag. The scatters show that the tools were made where and when they were needed in time for a specific job, often the butchery of prey. 
At this site, Boxgrove in Sussex, there was plenty of game. The bones of bison, beavers, bears, wolf, rhinoceri, and lemmings tell us that. The pattern of the flint scatters shows if the toolmakers were sitting or standing, even if they were left or right-handed, half a million years ago. Add to this the mounting destruction caused by climate change, and you have a recipe for an emerging dystopia. Simple, most good ideas are. Like this compact telephone console that answers your needs of today and leaves room for your growth tomorrow. Good morning, Benson Company. Overseeing this descent at the highest levels of the federal and state governments. Um, and the first marriage is this one I, I referred to in the 1920s. He married 19, uh, 1916 and was, and was divorced in 1929 when the woman left him. Is a motley collection of imbeciles, con artists, thieves, opportunists, and warmongering generals. And yes, I am also speaking about the Democratic Party. Under every measure, from financial growth and infrastructure investment to advanced technology, including supercomputers, space weaponry, and cyber warfare, we are being rapidly overtaken by the Chinese. In April 2015, the U.S. Department of Agriculture predicted that the American economy would grow by nearly 50% over the next 15 years, while China's economy. Precipitously for a handsome pilot. Um, and it, it, what's funny about that, or interesting about it, is he almost denied the marriage ever happened, in spite of the fact defensive attacks. Look at that. For now. Okay. Yes, we have, and now, I want you to focus primarily on riflemen. Completely, just riflemen. Lots and lots of riflemen. Actually, you are going to build a grocer, hoping to get that they're they're all sick. It's it's not good. Alright. Um, you're gonna do that, and then I'm gonna push you. Who is this? Occasionally, as the archaeologists uncover the flints, they find the fossilized bones of the animals that were actually butchered. The razor-sharp flakes they used gave to the small-toothed humans the cutting power of a lion or a wolf. And though at this time the range of tools was small, they were often beautifully made particularly the carefully crafted hand axes. Okay, one thing's going to happen. We need to talk to Victoria. Hello, Victorious. It lies? Oh, yeah, right, yeah. So th this happened. Gilgamesh is a lot more powerful than us, right? Um, at the moment. And um, he... Uh... Archaeologists can sometimes reassemble the original nodule of flint that was struck to produce sharp flakes. 
This allows them to work out the exact sequence of events as the toolmaker worked. We have a glacial wall, sleight of mind, battle cry, chub toad, saber-toothed tiger, wild growth, Krovacon sorcerer, soul burn, illusionary wall, Owl from Beyond, Prismatic Ward, Mountain Goat, Seizures, Blessed Wine, and our rare is going to be Brand of Ill Omen. Rare. Why are you annoyed with me? I didn't even do anything. Yeah, I know they can't be trusted. That's, that's, that's true. They can't be. Um... He's working on rifling. Do you guys have rifling? That's cool. We have rifling, right? We have riflemen. Um, in fact, one thing I want to do is I have a musketman here and I want to upgrade them. It's going to cost me a fortune, but thankfully we have it. Alright, um. One has a deep wound which is healed. What that must mean is that someone who was incapacitated for a long time, unconscious, even brain damaged, was cared for, fed, nursed by brutal cavemen. Neanderthal brains were about the same size as ours, or even larger. Not only did they bury their dead, they did it with some ceremony. Animal skulls have been found carefully arranged around their graves, and fossilized pollen suggests there were flowers there too. As Zbigniew Brzezinski noted, this unilateral war of choice against Iraq precipitated a widespread delegitimation of US foreign policy. Historians of empire call these military fiascos a feature of all late empires, micro-militarism. The Athenians engaged in micro-militarism when during the Peloponnesian War they invaded Sicily, suffering the loss of 200 ships and thousands of soldiers and triggering revolts throughout the empire. This in 1956, when it attacked Egypt in a dispute over the nationalization of the Suez Canal and then quickly had to withdraw in humiliation, empowering a string of Arab nationalist leaders such as Egypt's Gamal Abdel Nasser and dooming British rule over the nation's few remaining colonies, neither of these empires recovered. While rising empires are often judicious, even rational, in their application of armed force for conquest and control of overseas dominions, fading empires are inclined to ill-considered displays of power, dreaming of bold military masterstrokes that would somehow recoup lost prestige and power, McCoy writes. Often irrational, even from an imperial point of view, 
These micro-military operations can yield hemorrhaging expenditures or humiliating defeats that only accelerate the process already underway. Oh yes, this guy. There we go. No, they're both in Korea. Great. Now, here, we're gonna do the same thing here. Whoa, is this the only guys here? Really? Wow. That's not good. I think we're building one. And we've got a few here. Your orders. What's the plan? I'm spending a lot of money upgrading on these guys, but probably worth it. Wow, this is costing a fortune. This hurts. I'm about to, uh... But I think, uh, this is much, um, I don't know, cheaper. I, oh, can I really upgrade to a muskman from... Holy crap, that's expensive. 305. But to go from a warrior, let's do it, why not? Okay, um... That's expensive. What's the plan? Orders. There. There we go. Okay, good. We have got a crapload of musketmen now. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. I don't want you just just stay there. That the whole point was for you to stay there. What's your problem? Stay. Okay. Next turn. Yeah, this is gonna be a problem right here. And these that are at work in business now. But the change is never ending. Challenge and creativity. From one flows the other. From the present to the future. These are the shapes of the future. Tools for communication now being forged and tested against tomorrow's unfolding needs. Not yet, but sooner than you may realize. The foreboding for the future is expressed in the rash of dystopian films. Motion pictures that no longer perpetuate American virtue and exceptionalism. Or the myth of human progress. The loss of this mystique is crippling... It makes it hard to find pliant surrogates to administer the empire as we have seen in Iraq and Afghanistan. The omnipotence empires project mask the fragility of decayed structures. And some of what's on the drawing boards may be a little out of this world. And now may we show you one of our newest models designed by Howard of Hong Kong. Notice the dramatically shaped bodice and the gentle form of the neckline. This model comes in red, yellow. I don't know. Do you have it in green? Certainly. Here it is. Uh, so he would make those kinds of statements, sort of Oche or two friends. But that was about it. You point out in, in the book that at one point uh, he had a meeting, a dinner with Eisenhower. 
generalized now. Yes. Where was that, and what impact did that have on you? Well, I. And actually, we're pushing, by the way, the stuff you notice we've surrounded this moment. Um, but this, like her city here, is uh, 48% American. So it's pushing. Now, she's just, I mean, look at that stack. That's unbelievable. That, that city's not going to flip on its own for a long time. But it's interesting to know. Okay. When I say it's interesting to know, I mean that, you know, it's, it is being influenced considerably. Looks like he has gunpowder, because those look like grenadiers. No Jester's cap yet. Look at this. It's like, hey, take a look at up. It's like the, and actually all of these. Look at that. Whoa, it's just like peeling these two packs of stuff together. And then I have to like, there we go. A second great human migration out of Africa began. And 2,000 years after our forebears reached Europe, the last pockets of Neanderthals were wiped out. No intermediate fossils between Neanderthals and ourselves have ever been found. It seems that we simply took their place, violently maybe, or by simply outcompeting them with the aid of a more complex social structure, a more advanced toolkit. We may not have had the Neanderthal's strength, but we were better with our hands. Our toolkit was based around long flint blades, struck from a carefully prepared core. Slay, Snowfall, Krovacon Fetish, Baluvian Barbarians, Songs of the Damned, uh, Errantry, Woolly Mammoths, uh, Arnlot's Ascent, uh, Shieldbearer, Grizzled Wolverine, Gaze of Pain, Arctic Foxes, and a rare is Wichigo. 
Butterfly, there's an artifact. We got a Skull Catapult. The rise of hypernationalism, expressed in the absurd slogan, Make America Great Again. The demonization of Muslims, undocumented workers, the growing bellicosity of the state, and the attempt to blame foreign interference is used as a mask to cover the root cause of the discontent, which is profound social inequality, which in the United States is, in the, is the worst in the industrialized world. These people left behind remains of birds, fish, game, and in some places, stacks of shells. The shells in shell middens, found in prehistoric sites all over Europe, still lie where they were thrown after the flesh was plucked out of them. Maybe swallowed raw, or maybe put in a stew boiled with hot stones. Vortex, Battle Frenzy, Illusionary Wall, Gorilla Pack, Prismatic Ward, Barbarian Guides, Seizures, Ray of Command, Rally, Finhorn Brownie again, Power Sink, Rimduel's Cohort, and our rare Pale Bears. But it really got a major, major impetus uh, in, a, in an indirect way in the Civil War, in a much more direct way in the Progressive Era, but it really became codified and generally accepted by a large group, if not the majority of the populace, as a result of and in looking back at World War II. In that civic religion, the state is an enormously beneficial, proactive institution within society, indeed the most important proactive beneficial organization in society is not something to be feared or loathed or a necessary evil, but a positive good, a righteous force, something that uh, um, basically betters society and by some views is the only thing that betters society. There's lots of people today that rhetorically, the only redeeming aspects of our society that they like to mention are those derived from the state, especially the federal government. And uh, World War II is of exceptional importance in that, in a literal sense, because the federal government um, gained a great deal of power. But even more important than that, it began it gained an enormous amount of ideological support. So there was a great deal more vestigial suspicion of and uh, reviling of government generally, and the federal government in particular, prior to World this War. This midden in Portugal though nearly hidden by the trees on it, is enormous. Must have taken hundreds of years to accumulate. It represents a society so settled that generations of people were buried in the great shell pile that they themselves had helped to create. All throughout the new warm Europe, such displays of permanence herald the end of the hunting and gathering lifestyle. For thousands of years, in competition with many other animals, humans had been eating seeds, collected from as many as 150 different species. 
But there wasn't much nourishment here for something the size of a human. And then, in what is now Iraq, there was an amazing stroke of good fortune. Two wild grasses had hybridized, and the grains they produced were much fatter than before. It was wheat. <coughs> Neoliberalism, in the name of this absurd utopia, stripped away government regulations and laws that once protected the citizen from the worst excesses of predatory capitalism. It created trade agreements that allowed trillions of corporate dollars to be transferred off into offshore accounts to avoid taxation, jobs to flee to sweat lops, sweatshops in China and the global south where workers live in conditions that replicate slavery. Social service programs and public services were slashed or privatized. Mass culture, including schools and the press, indoctrinated an increasingly desperate population to take part in the global reality show of capitalism. So I've decided to shuffle the packs up, and they're also not sticking anymore. And the packs at the bottom are the ones I'm not going to be opening on camera. Okay, fourth card from the front. This the rare. Abyssal Spectre. Orcish Cannoneers. Um, Arkham's Weathervane. Aronson's er, uh, Aura. Baluvian Bears. Counterspell, Moorfiend, Death Ward. He wasn't, uh, uh, we never, uh, uh, the media never talked about him, okay? He stayed in a very fancy resort in Saudi Arabia during the whole war, and he wouldn't come back even after they won because he said he wants all of his chandeliers in his castle to be back before he comes. He spent most of the war in, in Saudi Arabia and gambling in Monaco. Now, his sister describes him as a religious man. She said he followed Islamic law, which said you're only allowed to have four wives. So he got around that by divorcing his fourth wife and kind of recycling the fourth wife. He would marry a girl on Friday and divorce her on the following Wednesday. And if he liked her, she'd get a car. If he really liked her, he'd stay married to her for uh, two or three weeks, and then she'd get a car and a condo. Then he'd divorce her and marry another girl. That's how he did it. He was, um, that was his system, okay, of staying within Islamic law. And that is what America fought for. Kuwait controls one-fifth of the world's oil supply. And when we went to war to liberate Kuwait, we went to reclaim our interests in one-fifth of the world's oil and to put in power this uh, Arab monarch. And the, the sad thing is it, here that 19 American women died in this war. 19 American women gave their lives to bring back an all-male monarchy that did not allow women to vote. Uh, and you wonder, uh, if they knew that, would they have resigned their commissions before they lost their lives? I wonder what they thought they were fighting for. But this is certainly kind of like the hidden agenda of that war.
collecting enough food suddenly became much easier. More so because the fat seeds tended to fall near their parent plants and create large clusters. And that may have suggested the revolutionary idea of planting the seeds for themselves. Over 10,000 years ago, long before Europe had either the plants or the knowledge, Near Eastern farmers were planting, tending, and harvesting crops. The addition of agriculture to the human range of skills has been called our greatest revolution. The collected heads of wheat had to be processed. These crude, and I would mention deeply anti-Islamic sentiments, have far more in common with Bakunin's propaganda by deed that characterized the nihilism of the late 19th century. It is, an, it is updated and amplified in videos and live stream feeds and social media. This anarchic violence filled the vo fills the void left by the destruction of indigenous beliefs, traditions, and rituals. First, the seeds had to be freed from their spiky glooms. It's thought by singeing.